How to Japan, that's the podcast. We're talking about news today, early 2021. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited today because we should be excited because you collected all kinds of news and I got some news stories to tell. So I think we should just jump right into it. Great. Where shall we begin? Listen, I um, I know that uh, the lockdown has just recently been lifted. It lifted mm-hmm. on Monday. So by the time of this recording, uh, it should be up to date. Yeah. But the lockdown has been lifted and now I can get back into playing some rugby and I'm I'm excited but stuck in my cool. home for fucking too long and now I can get how out long, uh, how long was the most recent lockdown in Tokyo I think it was a few months a few months yeah Jesus Christ that's uh much different from where I where, where I am people are out and about saying hello I no, they're not I mean they're out and about but they're not saying hello <laughs> well maybe they are not yeah. to me <laughs> <laughs> I have been out uh, to the supermarket and stuff, but I also met up with a friend and in a place last week. And I said, "Listen, I'm only meeting you unless we can go outside. You know, find a place where we can drink outside." And we did find a place, but all the while searching for a place that had uh-huh. doors open or where we could sit out in the street. Mm-hmm. There are so many other places where the doors were fucking closed, and their yeah. reasoning was. It's winter. Regul- uh-huh. <laughs> we have our own policy and we can't open them until we get into a warmer period. And I said, what? What the fuck? We're in the... <laughs> Do you know how this virus is transmitted? <laughs> open your fucking doors. And I said, no, nah, no, nah, I can't do that. So we had to find like this other uh, kind of izakaya off the beaten track where we sat outside and indoors was crowded as fuck. Mm-hmm. People, of course, not wearing masks. You're inside talking to your friends and it was crowded. And I thought, well, what the fuck? This was before the lockdown had ended. So you can imagine yeah. once it, you know, the lockdown's finished now. So it's going yeah. to be even worse. There'll be people like staying learn. a lot later in the evening. So I don't understand. Do you understand? No, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, you know, I, th- I imagine that they'll probably like uh, just to impress upon the point that it's cold outside close everything, close, lock all the windows down and get everyone huddled up in blankets and then coughing each, in, in each other's mouths, you know, just to warm the insides of others up. You know, I think that would be the best way to do things. It is so asinine uh, yeah. throughout the whole period, throughout the whole year. I've seen this. Even yeah. I've, I've spoken to other friends. They've gone outside and they've walked past Izakayas and restaurants have always been crowded with a little bit more space between tables and chairs. <laughs> uh, but in winter, no, they've got to close their doors because it's too cold. Yeah. You might catch a cold. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to catch a cold. <laughs> Not what the coronavirus is about. No, you'd be in a really uh, compromised position. You know what's interesting? Uh, just a tidbit of information about my neck of the woods. The prefecture I live in, which is a few million people, starting since since the beginning of the year, there's only been one reported case of the flu. Wow. That I think that speaks to how people are taking care of themselves, like mm. you know. You know, washing hands and wearing masks and doing the little things. Mm. I, I mean, I. Uh, for me, usually I get sick usually every December. I get a cold, blah, blah, blah. 
This year, I've gone straight through December, not sick, not, no inkling of anything like that. No COVID, no cold, no flu, nothing. Mm, mm. And it, it's a, I was amazed even at the school I work at, like how little ailments there have been the past year. Anyway, that's quite different from Tokyo, though. And I think Tokyo seems like, you know, there's just so many goddamn people and people would just want to do what they want to do. And uh, it's like, I think it's human nature, I guess. You, know, you want to go out and if it's cold, it's cold. You want to shut the goddamn door. You don't want to have a, a cold breeze going through there. Maybe this has been reported before, but mm-hmm. I think the rationale behind getting restaurants and bars to close earlier is because you don't want people too drunk to be a little more blasé about their right. health. And when you're yeah. drunk, you're shouting more, you're, you know, you're speaking higher volume and more aerosols are released. That's a recipe for disaster. So I can see that point of view, but what I can't understand is that during the day when they are open, it's crowded as fuck. And in winter, the mm-hmm. doors are closed. So, and there's really not a lot of ventilation in these places. So yeah. what, I just beg his belief how to... Yeah. Um, balance that need to make people more conservative and to let them uh, force them to go home when in actuality people have been stuck in their homes for fucking the whole year so yeah you at least if you're gonna let these restaurants and bars open fucking open your doors open the fucking uh, windows and shit use your heater or something (laughs) i don't know but there's other must be some other ways of going about it because there's no uh way that you're going to survive there's no way that you can't contract it, really. There's right. very little chance of you being uh, avoiding the coronavirus when you're just stuck in the fucking izakaya or a bar. Yeah, I think that also may speak to how much people actually believe everything that they hear. I wonder if there's some sort of subconscious skepticism in their awareness of the true dire circumstances that the covid virus is creating Mm. might be people who are just like you know i don't know anyone who got it i don't i felt fine i feel fine so why should we be doing all these things when it seems like we're you know we're getting the vaccine soon so perhaps or you know (laughs) soon i mean within the next five months so it seems like we can just kind of do what we've always done before. That works both ways. Talking about vaccines, yeah. you've got people yeah. who don't want to take their vaccine. I didn't yeah. tell you this, but my girlfriend, her father does not want to get the vaccine. Yeah. He said, no, I don't yeah, trust it. Skeptical. Yeah. 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 Fuck that. I don't want to get it. No, that's, it's be- barely been tested. And I don't know about the yeah. long-term consequences of getting this. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but... Yeah. He does raise an important point. Now, to those listening, you fall into two camps. You're like, you you know, I'm going to get a vaccine. I want my parents to get the vaccine. I want as many people to get to get the vaccine to build up herd, herd immunity and all that shit. We want to we right. uh, ensure that we're, uh, the whole population is safe so we can get back to work. And like, yeah, that makes a lot right. of sense. But on the other side, yeah. you've got people who say, listen, I, I don't know anything about the long-term ramifications of getting these modern uh, mRNA vaccines. I think mm. the Johnson Johnson one, is that yeah. the Johnson Johnson one or is it the Astro, oh, maybe AstraZeneca? 
Is that made mm-hmm. by Johnson & Johnson? I don't remember. But I think one I of them, the, the, the one out of Oxford, is the more traditional method mm-hmm. of coming up with a vaccine. So that arguably could be the safest, but that's the least effective or least uh, provides the least effi- uh, efficacy compared to the mRNA yeah. vaccines. Right, 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 right. But uh, but well, my yeah, issue I mean, my yeah. issue with mRNA A ones is that this has never been tested uh, right. long term. There's no studies for it. Yeah. Well, you know th- this whole statement that you know your girlfriend's father is saying that he doesn't want to get because he's skeptical. That's sixty percent of the Japanese population. Yeah. The, the survey. He's actually in the majority there. Yeah. 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 And I think uh, the government has come up with ways of uh, trying to mitigate that. Uh, right. Yeah. That by saying, "Listen, we'll pay you. We'll pay your family forty-four million yen if you die." Right. Four hundred and twenty thousand American dollars. That's how yeah. much your family will get if you die. Right. That's, and uh, they came up with a really cute dog. Did you see that dog? Yeah. Did you see the cartoon? Yeah, I dog? saw the dog. Yeah, I saw the dog. Oh, yeah. that's cute. That makes me want to get yeah. a vaccine. Look yeah. at him. He's got yeah, a little. He's got a little uh, clipboard. Uh, we'll we'll put the photo of this guy, uh, this little cute character uh, called, uh, it's a Shiba Inu dog known as Koroa-kun. Yeah. Koroa-kun. Isn't that cute? They got Corona yeah, and they nice. just turned it into Koroa-kun. <laughs> for, it's from the Japanese words coronavirus and vaccine. Wow. He wears a little white doctor's coat. With a little clipboard. That's so cute. I love it. Yeah. So not only are you going to get it 44 million yen, but you're, you're also going to be taking the advice of this cute dog. Hopefully there's some brains in that dog. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a situation in Japan regarding the coronavirus and people's skepticism and situation in Tokyo. and Maybe people out there in other countries are experiencing similar situations and... You can say that maybe there's some level of human nature that's shared with other people all around the world regarding safeguards and shit like that. Are you getting the vaccine? Uh, I want to watch other people do it and then I'll do it. <laughs> it's like a wait and see approach. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly how I you thought. You do it. That's exactly what I thought. You yeah, I was it. like, yeah, let's just wait and see. <laughs> let's see how it goes. <laughs> well, I don't want to be the first in line. And you know, yeah, the, you the thing it. is, is that I'm the most high risk profile. I could probably get it if I went and asked because I used to have tuberculosis, which has right. compromised my lungs. So if I yeah. really wanted it, I could probably get it right now. But yeah, I have no idea what the vaccine could do and how the interactions it would have with uh, with me contracting tuberculosis in the past. Um, it's yeah. just a little too many unknowns. Um, but then again, I've got a way catching coronavirus or taking the vaccine yeah Uh, i think uh yeah i think it's always good to be in the middle of the line not at the back and not at the front yeah in the middle yeah you you, don't want to there's a a term there's a term in technology where you're the first to buy a new product yeah Uh, i think it's called uh fuck what was the name of it the uh, early adopter. Yes, that's it. Oh, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> wow, I, I can't believe I, I hit the nail on the head. I was thinking it the whole time, and I was like, that's not the word. Early it's probably adopter. like anti-Luddite or something. Early like adopter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. early adopters. I don't want to be the early adopter for the vaccine. 
I don't want to. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to get in. Except you know, at least if you're buying new technology, you're like a real geek or you're a real nerd for it. Right. You want to? Yeah, I want to say that I got the. I got it. Whereas in this yeah. case, it's like, well, yeah, it's. Yeah. It's like getting a product no which way. you know will be obsolete maybe in a f- few mm. months and once they perfect it. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. that maybe they'll do the yeah. same with the vaccine where they iron out yeah, all the yeah. kinks. Too many bugs <laughs> in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just you figure it out and then, okay. I think it, it would be bad to be at the very end of the line for the thing, but, but then at a certain point there'd be herd immunity, so. Hopefully. Yeah. Man, I want to get out. I mean, we're going to probably go camping in in August. Oh, uh, yeah? So we've been, yeah, we're going to take a road trip and uh, just go for a long trip and go camping and shit like that. Be nice. Yeah, that would be great. Get out and and you know the thing is you can't be camping. You could be camping now, can't you? No, it's a little cold. Oh no, no. I mean, I mean, like yeah. uh, even during the lockdown and shit. Nothing. No. no Actually, there were a lot of campsites. There, there was uh, there was a couple cups uh, campsites that uh, that were like they they closed until March. Actually, this year, right now. Hey, you know, I, I not this has anything to do with uh, with Japanese news, but. I speaking of camping, I was thinking about getting bear spray. Mm. And I started watching bear spray videos. Oh, reviews of bear spray on Amazon are fucking awesome. Oh, really? Just just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Because they're never about spraying a bear. It's always about mistakenly spraying yourself. (laughs) 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 It's not good. Does that happen a lot, does it? there's a there's one review where this guy he sprayed it and then it got on his hands and then his backpack even a year later when he puts it on it burns his back jesus (laughs) so uh yeah anyway what are the ingredients in it i don't know shit that burns is like (laughs) it's like just like just it's like a a step above mace yeah yeah it's a step (laughs) way step above it it's like Put it this way. I, I watched a bear video the other day where this guy, he had a pistol, a, 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 no, a rifle, and this giant bear is running straight up. Fucking bears run fucking fast, right? He shoots this bear in the head, in the face, and it just its head just ricochets a little bit and continues to run. Wow. Like he doesn't get eaten by the bear, but the bear does not s- stop barreling down. I was like... You're not going to win. That's why I was thinking about getting bear spray before I go camping. Uh, There aren't a lot of bears, but damn, some of those bears. Don't know a lot of bears? (laughs) In in Japan, I don't know. (laughs) Check your phone. Maybe you know one bear. We've been out of contact for a while. I want to make sure if it's still available. Hey, bear. Does this phone (laughs) still work? What do you mean you don't know any bears? <laughs> I, don't, I, I misspoke. Okay. I don't know of any bears in Japan. Oh, not, right. not a you lot never, of bears. You never met any bears. Yeah, I haven't. Well, there is the time when I went cycling in Tohoku and I turned around and there were some bears crossing the street. Oh, wow. And then, of course, when I was in Shire Toko, I told you when I was in my tent, it was 3 a.m. and I heard heavy breathing. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I don't think it was like a, a pervert. I think it was a bear like mm. walking through the campsite. Uh, so, 
based on those experiences and then those YouTube videos. Jesus Christ, scary fucking shit, man. Mm-hmm. Bears are big. I mean, some of those bears are big. I mean, whew, holy cow. Wow. Anyway, yes. Back to Japanese news. That is actually that's important. You got to you got to talk about these yeah. fucking bears in Japan. Are they brown bears? What what's the what's the type uh, of bear you'll find here? I I think they're called higuma. And if I look up the heat, what higuma means, the brown bears are the big ones, right? And the black ones are the small ones. Yeah, yeah. Brown bear, brown bears. Then they're fucking big. So the, yeah, uh, they the well Shire Toko up in northern Hokkaido. There, there's some bears. There's some bears, and they are on the coast, and they eat salmon and shit like that. Mm. And they look pretty big. The bears that I saw in Tohoku, which is part of Honshu, which is uh, the main island, but in northern parts, they, the color was more black. So I think there might be two types of bears in Japan. Mm. And um, the little family of the bears were crossing the street. Uh, so, yeah, there, there are bears in Japan. You got to be careful. Uh, and something I learned uh, on these YouTube videos is that the 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 bells that they say, the bear bells that they people tell you to put on your backpack when you're hiking through Japan, they say that maybe that doesn't actually phase the bear at all. Maybe it alerts the bears of where food is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I exactly. can hear that bell. Yeah, I remember eating humans. That's fucking great. <laughs> but my, my favorite thing is like what like in America, in these YouTube videos in America of bears, they always, these people whose bears coming close to them in big groups, they always say, hey, bear. Like, what? like why? <laughs> like, hey telling, like telling a bear off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, listen, listen here. Listen here, bear. <laughs> I'm not intimidated by you. <laughs> Hey bear! They're scold, hey bear! They scold bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why? Hey bear! Like, hey bear! <laughs> hey bear! <laughs> oh, what? Are you talking to me? I was just about my merry way. But, oh, you want to have a, have a conversation? All right, I'll come over. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey bear! Hey bear! Yeah, why would you like greet the bear? Why would you alert the bear of your presence? And you'd probably make the bear come over. It could speak English and be like, my name's not bear. That's what I am. I don't say, hey, human. Here's a, here's a really stupid, name. Here's a stupid question. Yeah. This is like the, probably the most fucking ridiculous question I ever came, I, I came up with during yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Is that what if yes. you took a brown bear from Japan uh-huh. and put it in the uh-huh. woods in America? Would they be able to uh-huh. communicate with each other? Because you're coming from Japan. Maybe they have their own way of speaking to each other. Would they just be able to understand each other? Because I think they've been separated for for a while, right? I think you know what I think they would be. They might consider themselves enemy enemies of each other, mm. not because oh, because the of ones, World War because they're like World I'm War from II. Japan. I'm a Japanese <laughs> bear. <Yeah. laughs> World War II. <laughs> no, because you know those studies about ants, like the ants. You you take an ant out of one colony and you put it in another colony, and they become enemies, and then they kill that ant. Is that right? Hear about so that? They, they would consider yeah. this bear from Japan a threat. Yeah, not because it's a, from Japan, but because <laughs> it's an alien creature. <laughs> Although, because he speaks Japanese, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's sometimes Japanese I, bear, I think bear, bear, bear yeah. Japanese talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they only understand like kuma, kuma. Yeah, they're a little more hey, polite. Kuma. They're more polite than Oi. the, the Oi. American bears. <laughs> 
they don't steal shit from your campsite like fucking American bears. <laughs> like fucking Yogi, Yogi Bear is typically American. Yeah, yeah. But the Japanese yeah. version, no, he's very, very polite. He bows. <laughs> yeah, he bows. And... Oh, by the way, just uh, since this is a news uh, uh, podcast, you can buy bear spray in Japan at a camping store and it costs about 8,900 yen. Which is about eighty nine dollars U.S. dollars. Just so you know, you know, so also buy it on. What's that got to do Amazon. with news? Just, well, we're talking about bears. Well, it's news because you, <laughs> I'm telling not, you, that's not, that's just, <laughs> it's not like current events. <laughs> news is current events. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> on the subject of news, oh, you could buy the spare spray. That's not fucking anything to do with what I've been reading in the news recently. <laughs> do you like read the New York Times? I'm like, oh, bear spray. Or in the New York and the headlines of the New York Times. <laughs> Did you know that? Oh wow, that's interesting. They sent a reporter out to check fucking bear spray prices. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, I did the reporting. <laughs> that's why it's news. That's why, because I'm the reporter. That's uh, primary sources there. Primary sources. Me in Japan going to a camping store finding out the price for you guys out there. So you don't have to buy your bear, bear spray ahead of time. You can come to Japan and then buy it th- here if you go camping in Japan. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is ridiculous. And I uh, finished my story. Okay. Up there. Let's talk about China. Okay, let's go to China. Do you China. like China? I don't want to go to China. You don't want to go to China? Like take a trip uh, there? No, nah, I've got no interest. Really? I've been to China. I went to China back in 2004. What? I went to Beijing. You never told me yeah. that. I fucking told you. You just don't, don't remember. remember shit like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, I went because you don't even want to go to China. So why would I tell you if I went to China or not? What were you doing there? But, you know, I, I, What was I doing there? Uh, see, it's top secret. Stop yeah, you're I'm researching tell, what different you like bear spray and shit. <laughs> yeah, checking if China has like what kind of bears they have. Yeah. <laughs> There's a spoiler alert, but yeah, they got pandas. Yeah, yeah. They got black and white What bears. was I doing there? Covert operations. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Oh, I just went to uh, take a little uh, trip. Go see what, what's up there what's in up? Uh, Beijing. How long did you stay there? Uh, about a week. Yeah. What did you learn on your little little mission? Um, well, I... L- <laughs> Thanks for uh, talking down to me on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on your little uh, mission. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because I learned that, well, 2004 was before the Olympics came to to Beijing. What I learned was that no one speaks English. Mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, the guidebook, guidebooks are useless in a country where things are changing a million miles a minute. Right. So you know, bus stops are completely in different spaces. Yeah, and yeah. Also... Uh, if you want to order food by yourself in a Chinese restaurant, you're going to get family portions. <laughs> That's wow. what I learned. Right. <laughs> like, I'm sure the taxi rice. driver fucking overcharged you too. <laughs> yeah, well, I tried to uh, mime out what I wanted to do at the Great Wall of China there, and he was like, I'm not doing that. Once we got to the Great Wall, mm. he became believer. You're, you're, you're telling me. him that you wanted to what? I wanted like, to like, like, walk. Uh, 
I wanted him to drop me off here and then meet me on the other side. Uh, Not the all the way on the other side, just the, another the segment looked of like, the one. Oh, he wants me to fucking suck his cock? <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> yeah, out of here. <laughs> and, and that's what he said. He like, said he was willing to suck my cock. But... That's not actually what I wanted. <laughs> what I wanted you is to do something worse, uh, classic, which is get off your lazy ass classic, and drive to uh, another part. Miscommunications. Yeah, great. yeah. Well, I had a little notebook and I, I drew a picture of me walking. Oh, on I thought the you were going to say you drew a picture of him sucking your cock. My, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that would have been more instructive for him. But um, this is what I want from you. Yeah, this is what How I want much? from you. So I, and then I was like, how much? And then I was like, I drew a picture of his truck, and I said, go over here to this part. Meet me over there. And I said the name of the place, and he's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he drove me to the place where I wanted to go, and then I said, okay, meet me over here. And he said, what? As if I hadn't spoken to him about it earlier when he just nodded his head. And then he's like, oh, no, 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 It was all in Chinese because he didn't speak any English whatsoever. <clears throat> so we were communicating via picture <laughs> of the Great Wall of China and me <laughs> as a stick figure on it walking across <laughs> to another spot. <laughs> and so... <laughs> and so he's like no i'm gonna kia you know what he what i gathered was he'll come at this such and such a time and i should meet him there at this point at the same place we are here right now mm, mm, mm. so i couldn't do the trip that i wanted to do uh but uh you know it was amazing walking along and there was this tout selling postcards and uh she wouldn't uh wouldn't stop following me and i i was like you know what i'm i'm you know this time i'm just gonna put my foot down on the great wall of china and I'm not buying a 45 cent postcard. I don't want one. Mm, I want mm. to see how long it takes for this woman to stop following me. 45 minutes later, <laughs> I was free of this woman. <laughs> so what I learned was Chinese are very persistent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Very persistent. And uh, they don't like pictures of stick figure Americans walking across the Great Wall of China. And bus stations change every year so guidebooks are pretty much useless and uh i i stayed in a hotel that's you know where no one spoke chinese and also yeah uh, oh yeah that's right yeah that's the thing that they didn't speak and uh so i i got on a bus right to go to some like tourist touristy old ming era village and this guy i i got a i pointed at the guidebook and i was like i want to go here and the bus tell yes yeah, said go go yeah get on the bus in chinese he said this and so i got on the bus and i was sitting in the back and this this group of chinese kids sat next to me and they could speak english they were students and they're like oh where are you going and i was like i pointed at my guidebook i'm going here and then they said this bus doesn't go here and i'm like so what am i going to do and then they talked to the bus driver we go outside of beijing into the middle of the countryside and the bus driver stops the bus at this nondescript location. And the students say, okay, you have to get off here. In the middle of nowhere, there's no bus stop. There's nothing. And so I put out my thumb and I hitchhiked. And this guy in a red Toyota truck came up next to me. And he said, where are you going? I was I'm going to this place with my guidebook. So he gets in. He drives me to this uh, place, right? This old Ming era place. And he's like, and he 
gesture is sleep, sleep, where sleep. And I was like, I don't have a place to sleep. This is the ridiculous nature of what I was before I got married. I would just go places without any plans whatsoever. He drove me up the side of a mountain into an old rustic farmhouse. Wow. There's all kinds of junk on the on the the uh, on the yard. Right. And uh, he there's this uh, giant old satellite dish looking thing. Yeah. And there was a dog that was tied to the satellite dish, just barking and said, rah, 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 rah. I walked around the walls. The walls were chipped paint of the old stone walls uh, of like old, like Mal slogans that had been like just over the years deteriorated. And he showed me to this room, this room in this old farmhouse. It was like one room in this farmhouse it was a bedroom that is a door directly outside. And on the roof, there was a wire and the wire led to a tiny light bulb. You could see the wire that came, wasn't like installed in the wall, the ceiling. Mm, mm, it came mm. out of the thing. It was just hanging there, dangling. And under there was a bed, right? And it filled up the entire room. There's a little hole under the bed. In the And what he did was he collected sticks from outside. He broke up the sticks and put the sticks in the hole and lit it. And he said, that will keep you warm at night. Wow. So... Then he said, why don't you go down the hill? You can walk down the mountainside and then you can walk around and I'll introduce you to, we're doing, he doesn't speak any English. He's just explaining like, blah, 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 food, 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 food. I know, I know. Like that kind of thing. Like he's pointing and gesturing and he takes, I, I walk down and he drives down, right? Uh, halfway down the mountain, I meet these totally drunk off their asses Chinese kids. They're like in early 20s. And they're they're like, hey, how you doing? Blah blah blah. And they knew enough English to say this: cave, cave, Chinese, Chinese kill Japanese in this cave. Yeah. I was like, okay, thank you very much for that. And then I walked all the way down to the Ming era place. Mm. This guy introduced me to his friends who owned. They didn't own a restaurant. He just put me inside of this house where tourists were walking by. It was like an, an ancient room. And he got out this plastic table, put the table in the middle of this room and served me ramen. Wow. Like this family just gave me ramen. And I'm sitting and as I'm doing, as I'm eating this bowl in this house, that's like one room, like a one room apartment type looking, but from like 300 years old. There's tourists walking by, and then some English-speaking tourists walk by. This Chinese woman could speak English with her husband. It's like, uh, what are you doing in here? <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's like it's like a Ming-era Chinese That's <laughs> tourist amazing. destination. And there's some white guy sitting in the middle <laughs> of this 300-year-old room with a giant table and a bowl of ramen on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> they're there just admiring the fucking the, di the, the dynasty what it's provided an architectural uh, splendor <laughs> and they see this one blight this one fucking eyesore <laughs> and the story gets more ridiculous because like I walked down the side of the mountain and then I met some Canadian guy who's on a on a trip with uh, some wait of wait wait friends. wait go back they, to that what, like this guy was helping you out did you give him money or something what no, I, I was just like, thanks so much. And he's Why like, did you fucking no, offer to I, give him money? Because I had my what head on my ass. What a fucking cheapskate. I mean, like, think about this Fuck. story. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm a, I, I, Jesus, I, I, I would have had, I would have had my money. I'm like, oh, fuck, thank you so much. You're so yeah, kind. Yeah. Thank you for for everything. You need money. You're like, what do you? Yeah, here's some money. Thank you. And you just yeah, took it. You're I like, mean, yeah, yes. I got my ramen. Now fuck off. Well, actually, I didn't say, yeah, I got my ramen. Fuck off. I don't know actually what kind of monetary things happen. Oh, it's called money. I don't remember you, Chinese, you need like a, I don't, Chinese I don't know. a money to I, pay. I, I, know. I, I mean, I don't know what kind of exchange <laughs> happened. I don't remember. Okay. So, but in any case, like the story goes, I, I meet this Canadian English teacher and he's with his co-workers at this place. And we start chatting up and we start talking and I eat dinner with them. And but by the time we're finished dinner, it's dark outside. And my my room is at the top of this hill, this mountain. And where my bag is, my bag and thing, my belongings are up in this farmhouse. And. He's like, what are you going to do? Why don't you just stay with us? Just stay where we are. It's a much more sensible thing to do. And I was like, yeah, but my bag's up on the mm, mountain. Mm. So the, his Chinese friends are like, okay, so does anyone know what he's talking about? And everyone, all the locals are like, we don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, no, there's a there's a farmhouse on the top of the mountain. Mm. He's like, I don't, I don't think there is. I'm like, yes, there is because my I bag just is came there. from there. Yeah, that's where I came. <laughs> I came from there. So it's nine o'clock at night, right? And so this guy was kind enough to get in this truck, and a Canadian guy with her Chinese friends got in, got in with me, and I'm like, I'm directing them to where the stone road is yeah. that leads up the yeah, mountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I like, I, I get in, and I'm like. He's driving along and I'm like, oh, turn right here. He's like, here? I'm like, we're bumping up and down, boom, 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 up this stony old road, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that farmhouse. And he's like, okay. So I walk in into the farmhouse, grab my bag and then go back down the side of the mountain and stay with these guys that I met. So uh, that's uh, that's how my life was before I got married. Very I was adventurous. a misfit, mm. yeah, misfit vagabond. Mm. Uh, cheapskate. Uh, yeah, cheapskate. I guess, man. I, 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 I you know, I, my, I, you know, I, I, that's <laughs> the way I think. This, yeah, I can't, you know, I'm sorry. So you met some wonderful anyway. people who didn't <clears throat> yeah. really take advantage of you, uh, who mm. were helping you out. And I guess you've got fond memories then of your experience in China. Yeah, I mean, I have stories to tell. Yeah, mm. we'll have to come back to that because we're covering Japanese yeah, okay. news, and right. I didn't know yes. like my one question of you, like, what do you think of China? Will take fucking twenty minutes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, okay. Yes. Tell me about the only reason I'm asking China. about China is because China's been in the news in Japan, and mm. the reason they've been in the news is because. They are making moves, and the Japan Japanese government have been making moves, and there is like a lot of tension. Probably more, I wouldn't say more, uh, more tension than years have gone by, but it has been a little bit worrying from my point of view. And Japan yeah. is mulling an order to deploy military mm -hmm. if China attacks Taiwan. Yeah, and so they're weighing the release of the SDF, which is the Self Defense Force. That's the Japanese de facto military or army kind of military outfit but they're uh, they're they're weighing whether to release them to protect the u.s military if if china attacks taiwan mm. and that would be i mean that that's that's a really big hypothetical 
because China, we have no yeah. idea if China's actually going to attack Taiwan, but they're they've right, already been right. um, they're already mulling that. They're they're talking about it. They're considering it. They're like, okay, so we we have to make a decision over whether we release this force. And I guess technically they would be within the rights of the Constitution because the Constitution forbids Japan from ever taking military action. Right. Right. Yeah. So they can't do that, but in protection of the of the American military, they can. Right. In support. Right. right. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Mm. They. Um, I think it's, so. They're yeah. adopting a. Actually, this is another article, but they're um, adopting a strike first policy to counter mm-hmm. Chinese aggression. So this is different from what I just read before about Japan mulling mulling an order to. Uh, another article saying that Japan renounced war, became a pacifist mm-hmm. state, but they're shifting away from passive, uh, pacifism and they're adopting mm-hmm. what looks like a strike first policy whereby mm-hmm. the Coast Guard can fire missiles if a foreign vessel intrudes into the Senkaku Islands. Right. That's what Japan... I think they actually officially announced that. Mm-hmm. So the, these are Jeez. just a couple of stories about the tension in the area, ge- geographic, uh, like geopolitics, political tension that mm. is going on right now. And yeah. um, and you just mentioned yourself about how you were in Beijing and how these young uh, Chinese guys were, they were uh, sh- telling you about how much they hated Japanese, right? Mm. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was weird. No, it's not. Never... Well, not to me. It's not bizarre. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a hatred going back how long? When Chinese fucking hate Japan, it's a you know it's so bizarre when people are are so outwardly angered about another whole group of people. It's it's so it's so uh, it's just bizarre to me. It's bizarre. It's like you know, I, I think that if if history just moved in a different direction. And other thing, you know, it, it would be in a completely different space. Of course, you know, that's just another hypothetical, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's bizarre I, I at feel- all. I think the Chinese government has been flaming, flaming these, the, the fans of of discontent for, for, for over, at least since I've been in Japan for at least a decade. I've mm-hmm. seen demonstrations in China and... Uh, sort of many instances of Chinese going against Japanese companies because of the actions of what Koizumi-san did and what the following prime minister did by visiting Yasukuni Shrine. And the, the, the government, the Chinese government, the CCP basically are just fanning the flames of, of this, this hatred. And also you've got the schooling system as well. The, the, the way the Chinese have been educated is like, you know, the Japanese are the fucking enemy. And let's let's talk about what the Japanese did throughout these times. Um, do you remember that place? That when was it? Manchu- uh, where was it? Manchuria. Where, where was the yeah, big yeah. massacre? Nanking. Nanking. That's right. So Nanking. They, they talk about that. They they make sure every fucking Chinese citizen knows exactly what happened. And in Japan, mm-hmm. it's the opposite. They don't say shit about that. We go into a school system. Mm-hmm. I had a. I remember when I was teaching at this private school. And mm. I spoke to the history teacher. I was outside smoking, and I came across the history teacher, and we got into a conversation. He spoke really good English. And I started asking him these questions. I'm like, hey, tell me about this. 
Is it true that the Japanese government has revised history? And he said to me, what history? What do you mean? I said, oh, in Japan, for example, what Japan did in the war, like Nanking Massacre, mm-hmm. for example. He said, and he said to me, he's like, well, you know, there are different viewpoints, and this is our viewpoint. Mm-hmm. We think that there's a lot of hyperbole. There's a lot of exaggeration about what happened, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. not entirely accurate, and that's mm-hmm. the kind of viewpoint that we're taking at this school. And I said, well, you're kind of fudging history in order to preserve your own, I don't know, dignity or, uh, you know, avoid shame or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you're, why, why though? And he wouldn't, he couldn't give me a, a clear answer. He, basically, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, he said, this is from, from up high. Order up high. We're not, right. We can't talk about right. it. Have you found mm-hmm. that? Have you spoken to your history teacher where you work? Do you have a history teacher? Uh, I we do have history teachers, but I haven't talked to them about the Nanking Chinese massacre. history. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the Chinese. It's I a never, Japanese never history. Came up. Yeah. <laughs> but I never like. But I. What I mean to say is that I've never talked about that subject because it's touchy. Uh, no, because I never thought of speaking about it. It never entered my brain oh. to talk about it. Yeah. So you got on one side, they can't let the past go. And you got the other side mm-hmm. that don't don't want to recognize the past. Mm. That's where I th- that's where yeah. I view it. If you're not going to give people yeah. like your own students a proper weighing of the history, then you're always going to come up against. Imagine being Japanese, uh, a young Japanese kid, and you're being taught that you know well the Chinese have taken it out of context, or maybe they're not. Um, they don't recognize the real how blame worthy they are. They say, no, listen, the Chinese are just fucking idiots. They, the CCP is to blame and we're not at fault or we're not as, uh, we, we should not be held to the same level of responsibility because it's simply not true. And you go through life and that, that, flame, that fans of flames on the Japanese point of view because you're not getting the full story. And then you've got the Chinese point of view where... All you're, all you're seeing is all the negativity. You're not seeing the, uh, the amount of repra, what, um, the reparations. reparations over the decades. Japan's been paying China every fucking year. They've been paying them. You mm. don't hear that if you're in the, on the growing up in China. You never hear what mm. Japan has done. They've actually apologized. Officially. No, numerous times. Officially. Yeah, yeah. Officially apologized. Yeah. And they're forever. Different prime ministers. Yeah. Forever paying. Monetarily, mm-hmm. monetarily, they're all forever paying. Same with Korea. Japan is forever paying, but if you're growing up in those cultures, you never hear about it. Mm. You never hear about the official apologies. All you hear about is a prime minister visiting fucking Yasukuni Shrine, which is the shrine of these war criminals. And that's another topic altogether, but I don't... I think it all comes down to just the way you're educating your the future generations. And in China's case, mm. I think... It's all very deliberate, the way right. they are ensuring that you'll have future generations, like those kids you met, like yeah. those Chinese kids. Yeah, that's that's all you've ever known, is that the Japanese are the fucking mm. enemy. Yeah. It's a shame. It is. It is a shame. And I, uh, mm. I'm i sorry it wasn't a very light news story, but I've just seen more of them yeah. recently. I just chose, yeah. I just chose these at random. I just chose yeah. these ones because they are highlighting a shift in 
geopolitics, which I've never been a fan of, but I fucking live in Japan, mm-hmm. so I should be mm-hmm. somewhat aware of what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. If it does get a little bit dicey, we should we should be aware of these things. Yeah. But you don't have much mm-hmm. of a viewpoint on it. Well, I mean, it's just saddening. Uh, it, it's not like I have um, a belief that... Actually, I was going to ask you for a solution. A solution? <laughs> You want me to give you a solution? Yeah. yeah. Everyone, make a circle and buy bear spray. Everybody go out camping. All right. Let's all just go out together. Let's uh, Let's go camping. You don't have a plan. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, do TikToks, intercultural TikToks with each other. Stop listening to your leaders about this stuff. Is it owned by a Chinese I, company? Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't think so, that would work. So that'd be neutral. Really? <laughs> okay. Then. Let, <laughs> really? <laughs> I have no idea. All right, so, uh, well, okay. So we have to make a a a neutral TikTok type of app. Hmm. So that people can make videos together and we can call it like uh made in switzerland yeah swiss talk swiss talk yeah oh my god and aren't the swiss good at at watches yeah there you go holy shit you just solved it oh my (laughs) god just make an app called swiss talk and everybody gets on it and uh they all come up with okay like they have like bear spray challenges like okay so and each team is a mix of chinese and japanese Hmm. and so the other side are enemies right but they're chinese and japanese enemies Hmm. so then they have to work together to figure out how to defeat the other side by working which includes their own countrymen Hmm. yeah by working together Hmm. that's not a bad idea Uh, i like that uh, or or we could uh, put them in a circle. I don't know why circle is a big thing <laughs> well, for Because me it's right like now, a campsite, <laughs> right? Around like a fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, <laughs> you know, it's like a big, big circle. And then take all their clothes off. And then uh, they're, they're naked, right? In the middle of the circle. Chinese, Japanese, Koreans. And then we unleash the bears. Mm. And there are each each person in the group has a part of the bear spray bottle and they all have to work together (laughs) (laughs) to put the bear spray bottle together so that they can repel the bear. Ah, so they got pieces of the bear spray bottle that they've got to assemble in order for it to work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise they're fucked. (laughs) Yeah. And so that would be like the first stage. Like, okay, we work together and they're completely naked, right? Mm. So that will give them time to go, hey, wait a second. You're East Asian. I'm East Asian. Mm. We're all right? East Asians here. I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. We're all East Asians here. So I can't tell you from a hole in the wall. But how do they communicate? We, um, oh, so you've got like um, uh, special uh, AirPods in, which are translating in real time, interpreting. Well, so you could, could wear like AirPods just, and you can actually talk yeah. to each other and it's all being translated. You could do that or you could just like forget about language altogether because language 
has a way of bringing people together and dividing them and make them realize in order to really get something done, they just have to find the fucking pieces of the bear spray bottle and put them <laughs> in the right place. And like, you just don't need language at this point. This is the laws of nature you're dealing with. Take away all the culture and just put them naked you got bears. The only culture you have is fucking bear spray and survival. Mm. And there's a fucking bear coming. A lot of, at a lot you of gesturing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of gesturing. A lot of shouting. A lot of, oh, put this in there. No, no, no. Put this in there. Ah, ah. And then uh, they spray the bear. And um, Sounds like an orgy. Yeah, an orgy of. But, you know, you don't want to get it on you because it's going to burn like fuck. Mm. So you're naked. So you got to, like, protect each other or else, you know. So then that's stage one. Then stage two, they have to figure out how to build, like, you know, these survival reality shows where they have to build, like, a, like a shelter. Mm, mm, mm. So the, the next stage is to build a shelter, a typhoon. This is, is, all, is this all happening in Switzerland? Well, where is this happening? Um, well, the typhoon can't happen in Switzerland. Also, there are no bears oh, in Switzerland, are there? Yeah, yeah, it's Switzerland. You know? So where? Because so it's going to be go... neutral territory. Well, okay. So hold on a sec. We can just ship in the bears. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the bears will be all confused because, like, as you it's mentioned, like a hunger, hunger bears, game type of scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to get them at the base level. And then at one point, you know, just and this this circle thing, you know, it has to be like a number of circles because right now I'm thinking like four or five people, like six people, two Japanese, two Koreans and two Chinese. Mm. And this but is all going to be televised, like, right? What, it's going to go live yeah, it's or live It'll on YouTube. On t- TV. Mm. Yeah. So six people who are completely naked in this circle. But we need more than one circle. So Switzerland is going to just be filled with East Asians who are naked in these various mm, circles mm. and different bears and yeah, various yeah. bears. Uh, so uh, that's that's step one. Mm. Step two, uh, I'll have to write my treatise on that. Yeah, at, yeah. At, at no, but time. you've got some good solid ground on which to build it, to build the site yeah, upon yeah. this idea. It does make a lot of sense yeah. to me. Just bring it back yeah. down to basics, right? Really primordial uh, way of living your life and just survival. Going up against bears. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about your history? Right now, you've got to survive, motherfucker. Yeah. We've got to work together. People. That's why I think maybe global warming will save us all. Because we all got to work together. Because if we don't... Yeah. Yeah, we all got to work together. No matter where you're living, you're going to be fucked. Yeah, you're all fucked. So you got to figure out how to use each other's technology. Provide, yeah, you need global cooperation. Other. And uh, you know, China can't won't know everything, and Japan won't know everything. But you know, you put your heads together, you can figure something out. Or we need like a fucking alien, like a real like evil ass alien who wants to destroy the Earth. Mm. Then maybe people will work together. Yeah. Well, until you can actually defeat the alien, otherwise, I mean, even once you do, and you're on good terms mm-hmm. with the alien, we'll still get back to our own petty grievances. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. No matter what, you know. What is it? Yeah. There's was something is like uh. You know, people. Some people say that religion is terrible because it causes so many wars. I think, you know, even without religion, people would try you know, figure out a, a reason to, you know, mm. kill each other. Oh, yeah. You have what I want. Mm. Yeah. So I, I want I want what you want, you know. But, you know, it's like easier, like if we could take a time machine back to, like, say, the 1860s 
and go back to uh, the time before uh, this historical figure of Japan, Sakamoto Ryoma. He, he had a vision of East Asia. He wanted to make an alliance between Japan, Korea, and China. Why? Because he thought that what the Western powers were doing, Europeans and Americans, what they were doing to Asia was incredibly destructive to the culture and civilization. They destroyed, you know, they just going in willy-nilly, creating these uh, these uh, trade uh peace talks that, you know, completely benefit their side, but don't help any of the, the local people at all, really. And they're just like tearing things up and breaking them apart and pitting each other, pitting local people against each other. It almost happened in Japan. Mm. The, the Sakamoto Yoma saw that in Japan, right in the 1860s, you know, France was on the, the, the ruling side, government side. And Britain was on the, the the other faction, and they were right there, ready to support a long term war. And once that destroyed Japan, then bam! But it was people like Sakamoto Ryoma who said, "We need a peaceful transition of government." Mm-mm-mm. And because there there was a lot of bloodshed between in Japan at that time, but there was no full scale war that changed the transition. And because there was no full-scale war, a, a real long civil war, outside powers weren't able to uh, fuck things up even more. So, you know, if we take that time machine back and Sakamoto, Sakamoto Ryoma wasn't assassinated and he was able to fulfill his desire to create that three-country alliance, mm. you know, but, you know, that's all, you know, hy- hypothesis, you know. Right. Well, uh, yeah, so we've covered uh, news regarding China and your solutions <laughs> about getting into a camp, uh, making a campsite and letting people yeah. go naked and surviving, <laughs> surviving uh, bear attacks. So that's great. Yes. Yes. So quick. OK, so quick news. There is some other news that got my interest. It was the I think we talked about this last time. But do you remember the yeah. the guy who hates fucking noise? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that website. There's a website, yeah. And I love yeah. I love what this guy did because he used to work at home uh, alone, and he and he was complaining about noise in his neighborhood. So he decided to make a site so that he can he can find some level of silence somewhere mm-hmm. in Japan and just create documentation of noise pollution in the area and his his idea of noise yeah. pollution was uh kids kids being too fucking noisy outside so he created right. this website with all these different areas around japan and people could sign on and report noise levels in their areas and i think you mentioned a lot of the, a lot of these were the same fucking comments usually people playing yeah. fucking basketball badminton. or badminton yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play badminton. Like the, the How noisiest much noise sport do you ever. make play badminton? <laughs> it's the quietest sport you can play. Yeah, like that birdie thing that they got. That makes no noise when you hit it. It's like, <laughs> woo, woo. And there's no noise. And it, people all over the country, from the southern part of Japan all the way up to northern parts of Hokkaido, same complaint. 
that's what unites Japan together. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Chinese would be annoyed. Maybe that's what Chinese would be annoyed by too. Like, oh, these fucking badminton people. That's the enemy, the badminton <laughs> sports people. <laughs> yeah, them and their shuttlecocks. Yeah, or what do you call them? Yeah, their shuttlecock birdies. Birdies, that's right. Yeah. How different is that? How could you be so fucking different? Because usually Americans bastardize English to the degree where it's kind of close. But here it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Birdie. Shuttlecock to birdie. birdie. Shuttlecock is like, shuttlecock. <laughs> birdie. It's a little flighty little thing that flies in the air. Ooh, it tries its best. That's what it reminds me of. That's what a little, that thing looks like anyway. Whenever you hit it, it doesn't really fly that far. Because it's a little bird and it can't fly that well. You know, so mm. shuttlecock is like, I don't want to fly. Fuck you. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> Shuttlecock sounds like fucking a guy who's going to rape someone. I'll fucking shuttlecock you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um. So that we'll put a link. We'll put a link in uh, the oh, website. Yeah, yeah. How about that? We're gonna let people yes. take a look at the okay. comments for themselves. You're gonna have to translate the comments. So just use Google search to yeah. to check some of these comments. But they're fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. But one of them, my favorite one, was like these people who are like they they need a hobby because like this person's like from one thirty in the afternoon to eight thirty in the night. These kids are playing in the street. They're badminton. They're basketball. Ball it's games. Like, hey, play, board, play games. Ball, ball games. <laughs> board games. They're playing. Ball. Oh, yeah, ball games. Oh, yeah, they're board games All too. These, oh, the way they yeah, put their fucking <laughs> objects down it's a board. So, so fucking noisy. <laughs> the way they exchange money the way and they Monopoly play chess. Is so noisy. Get the fuck out of here with your chess boards. <laughs> God, you people disgust me. Yeah, they, I mean, there's like outright uh, like derogatory comments towards the, the, the parents that take care of the children. These terrible parents and their terrible children playing in the street. And you look out and you, you like zone down, really get to down to where the people are. And it's like a cul-de-sac. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, kids play in the cul-de-sac. And there is a low, there's a low birth rate, and you have no idea why, right? Yeah, yeah, don't know why. It's just not kid-friendly. Mm. And but that's not to mm. put a dampener on people who want to come to Japan who have families. Yeah, just choose mm. an area, check this website, and be mindful yeah. of where you're going. Otherwise, going to have these, these fucking people with no, like you said, hobbies, Life. or they're, or they're just behind thin walls, or maybe they're fucking, I don't know. <laughs> there's no barrier between maybe them and the world. They can hear everything. Highly sensitive ears. These are fucking mutants with special powers. Well, it's like able that. to hear fucking Remember people like play the, fucking badminton outside. <laughs> maybe it's like the, you know, maybe it's like that community episode where Pierce buys a pair of earnoculars maybe they'll have earnoculars yeah, yeah. so they can hear vo- sounds from far away this christ yeah yeah these people man god damn god bless them we've That's we've, we've, we've come up Go. on an uh on an hour and we haven't able to we weren't able to cover a lot of these stories maybe we can put these stories a lot yeah. of these articles that got our attention in the uh on the website how about that okay yeah that sounds good and i'll also put a link to amazon for bear spray 
just fuck in yeah. case anyone absolutely that should yeah, that'd yeah. be the first fucking link we put there is yeah. bear spray <laughs> imagine going to the website to first <laughs> without even listening <laughs> to the without listening to the fucking episode wait what the fuck has bear spray got to do with japanese news jesus fuck it must be about bear news i wonder if they're going to talk about bear yeah, news bear how news. disappointed would you be listening <laughs> <laughs> i want to hear about oh, yeah. bears I want the whole episode bears. to be about fucking bears. And <laughs> we've got like fucking bear spray as the the first the first link in the notes. Hey bear, hey bear. Like I guess you'd have to say like, in ja- here's a instruction for Japanese. Bear in, in Japanese is kuma. So hey in oi hey, oi kuma oi I guess oi oi kuma oi kuma oi kuma oi kuma. I guess that's what you would say. Oi that's kuma. <laughs> Yeah, now I've got your attention, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me, look at me. Come at me, yeah, look come at me. At me. Yeah, come at me. yeah, that's right. That's contact. right, bitch. I got fucking, I've got fucking spray right here. Oh, hang on, it's not fucking fully formed yet. I've got to fucking make this fucking can. Fuck. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't assembled on, it. Who doesn't speak I my language? It. <laughs> Where's my, where are my Chinese, where are my Chinese Korean friends to help me? <laughs> <laughs> the bear is politely waiting. As yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll let you. No, the bear is more important than uh, China, Korea, and Japan get together. That's more important than me eating you. That's right. I'll, I'll wait. You get your shit together. Yes. That's how we should end the website. Hey, China and Japan, get your shit together. End the podcast? Yes. Yeah, that's how we or end get the your website. shit together. In the website, you could say it too. Okay. Get, get your shit together. Get your shit together. Get your shit together, Asia. <laughs> Get your shit together, East Asia. <laughs> hey, hey, East Asia. Hey, East Asia. <laughs> Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Start off. Step one. Stop fighting about Step one. Shit. Yeah. Bear spray. Bear spray uh, can that Bear needs spray. assembly. <laughs> Step two. Find a campsite. <laughs> Step three. Strip naked. <laughs> Step four. Get some bears. <laughs> you get their attention easily by saying, "Hey, bear!" <laughs> hey, bear! Hey, bear! They revolved. The American bears have revolved to hear that and say, "Oh, yeah, now I know. Um, now I know where the food is. Now I know where they are." So, to, to bears, when they say, when they hear, "Hey, bear!" They're like, they they hear, "Hey, I'm food. There's food right here. I, I'm tasty. Food, food. Eat me. I'm tasty." Eat me. Eat me, <laughs> man! I've seen some, dude. There's some, there's some guys with GoPros. Yeah, he mountain biking in in northern Canada, dun, 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 going down this hill. He just, this guy just turns his head slightly, and there's this giant bear. It is the scariest looking thing I've ever seen. Oh, really? Like it, it's just pounding down the fucking hill. And he's on a fucking mountain bike. Luckily, he was going downhill. And he's like, dun, 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 dun. he's looking back. Sometimes you look back and you see that bear right behind him, like 20 meters behind. Dun, 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 dun. And he makes a turn. And then you see him go into the side of the forest off the trail. And he's hiding behind a fucking tree, right? Oh, no. He looks over with his, because he still has his GoPro on. He looks over and the bear is in the middle of the trail looking around for him. Wow. Oh my God, because at that point, he's not even on the trail anymore. Mm, mm, mm. His bicycle will do him no good. Yeah, It's like if that bear sees him, 
He's done. What about if he says, hey, bear? But- <laughs> I think he's done. <laughs> he's even more done. It's like, uh, man, that Grizzly Man documentary, that documentary about the bear in Alaska, that bear guy. Ah, uh, yeah. You, you saw that, right? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. He documentary. Yeah, in the end. He's naming the bears. No chocolate, stop it. Mm. Hit them on the nose mm. and shit. That shit's I think good. he was like, he was struggling with a lot of personal demons as well. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. It was clear to me that the guy was gay and he was somehow trying to suppress his homosexuality. The poor guy didn't want to admit to himself that he was gay. Had a few issues. Yeah, yeah. If you have issues, you don't want to seek counsel or therapy from fucking bears. <laughs> Even though, like, the bears, the people who are experts are bears who live up in bear country. Like, you know, bears know when something, meat, is not good. So mm. the reason he could have lived with those bears for so long is because they probably thought something was off about this one. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't want to eat tainted no, meat. Yeah, because he was gay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's so wrong. 